senoritas a biblioteca. Welcome back to <laughs> our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyre. Was my grammar correct? Probably not. I don't even know what you said. I th- you said hello, boys and girls. In librarians. librarians. <laughs> I don't know. And librarians. That's not what you said. Oh, okay. How do you say librarians again? No clue. Fuck. Okay. Well, welcome back to the latest episode of uh, swearing at albums we don't like with Ian and Tyler. Really? Um, <laughs> how are we doing today, Tyler? I'm great. We're coming to you live from Big House on the Prairie. <laughs> It's gonna be a fun big episode. house in the woods. I am laying down right now. Tyler has never felt more relaxed recording an episode no, of this podcast. I think he's we're gonna be doing asleep. this more. He's practically asleep. I rearranged my room, so we have a much better recording setup in my room. Your your studio dungeon. Um, so yeah, we're I, Tyler's. Tyler's enjoying himself over there. This which is just good. just to clarify, this is our rented studio space. Mm-hmm. In it's actually in New York City, like it's a penthouse, right? Yeah. Right, and I'm in DC right now. Mm-hmm. We're coming at you live from two different locations. Actually, there are two of us in two different locations at all times, correct? The other two are in Carroll County. Mm-hmm. My brother invented the very first cloning device, so anyway, uh, other th- uh, aside from that, what are we reviewing today, Tyler? We're actually pretty excited to be bringing this one to you because am, it's a I'm recurring, recurring. Uh, subject on this podcast, uh, but it's been a while since we've talked about this Mrs. Uh, studio work, and I am very excited to be returning to it. Go ahead, tell us. Today we are talking about Black Belt Eagle Scout and her new album, At the Party with My Brown Friends? Yes. I said that right. Yes. I'm... W- I don't have it right in front of me, so I'm just making oh, sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You got it right. Yeah. Sweet. What's um, the, what was the date on this? I forget. I feel the need to talk about when this was released, because it was new. It wasn't, it, this isn't an album that we uh, didn't review over the summer or anything. This is fairly new. No, we've been waiting for this. It's it's August 23rd, so it's not, it's not brand new, three, but three it's, weeks. yeah, it's. At the time of this recording. At the time of our recording this, yeah. Um. Black Belt Eagle Scout is incredible. I love her. Her, love her last um, her last project was heralded by some underground uh, music media, as well as being named one of Pitchfork's uh, albums of the year or rock albums of the year, I suppose. This has um, too. Yeah, and this I'm, has been huge. Yeah, and I mean the well. I remember back when Mother of My Children was released, it was one of my favorite rock albums of 2018 as well. I mean, it was it was great. Just the all of the influences and all of the, the grunginess, especially like the Nirvana era grunginess that was coming through in a much mellower and toned down and much more personal and subtle way. I, I just I loved her incorporation of it. Um, Could you give us a quick bio on Miss Catherine Paul? Um... I mean, other than having her first fairly decent breakthrough last year, I mean, she uh, grew up in the Swinomish Indian Reservation in uh, the northwest of Washington State. 
Unfortunately, I don't really have a birth date for it because she doesn't have a Wikipedia, which is which a I, crime. I, I don't believe. I just think we haven't found it. But we also are on the prairie right now, so we don't have we don't have internet. My house actually legitimately does studio. not have a router. I studio. don't have land. I don't have. I have landline, but I don't have cable. I don't even have like satellite TV. So I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, our our studio here, well, Ian's studio in New York is not fit for Googling. <laughs> I was cut off from all fiber optic internet for real. I've the only internet that we've ever really experienced down here, other than Verizon hotspots, has been dial up. That has been my entire experience with internet at my house, and. I remember in my early teen years when I was watching plenty of Maya Knight uh, from the boys themselves. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Maya no, Knight is, did you no. have a childhood? Uh, but I remember growing up and I was like, yeah, I want to die and move somewhere else because I don't have internet, which I basically, basically every time that now. we want to make a Google search. You know the rotary phones where you put your finger in and you <laughs> turn it around and it has numbers? Yeah. They have... The Ian's studio has one of those, but it's websites. But it's it's letters, oh, it's and you letters. type, <laughs> you push your finger in, and you turn this around, and and it clicks back around, and you do the next one, and you go down, and it goes back up, right? And you're doing this in circles, and you're typing things in, and then it shoots a fax over to <laughs> Google, and then yeah. Google we, Google we sends Google a message by Google, fax. Google sends a message back by landline. And the answer to his question and the results print out on a page. About a mile long. In his office. And that's how we get results. So, unfortunately, we can't do that for her birthday right now. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have more to say or was that? I mean, she she is Indian American so or Native American, I suppose. I uh, grew up basically her the entirety of her life on that reservation and then got into the music scene as well and... I don't know. I guess the rest is history from there. I mean, she released this album. We already went over when it was released. Are you Good stating job, fact man. or are you estimating what happened? I'm kind of, uh, kind of kind of trying to backtrack from when we actually had info on her before. Before uh, internet the f- loss. The, the very first podcast that we did. Well, all right. Um, Hold on. I'll what we can and- say is that she is... Um, indigenous Native American woman and proud of it and uh, she is a pretty incredible activist when it comes to all of the things she supports even following her on Instagram I have been led into many issues and discussions that I, I honestly wouldn't have known about otherwise being that I live in Maryland and this isn't something that's talked about but I mean I it is important to talk about and I'm glad that Somebody is standing up for these people and bringing awareness. So it's good. It's good to see that she is an incredible person. Ian and I had the pleasure of, of meeting, meeting her, her at the Rock and Roll Hotel in, in DC, DC. Yeah. in April, I believe. She played and with she Julie was Jacqueline. one of the sweetest people ever that I have met, and it was like meeting a celebrity. It was so cool. I was so yeah, excited. I was. Yeah, I was. Tyler says that I was losing my mind, but I was not. I was actually Ian keeping kept my cool. cool. I kept my cool. I, I, I was messing with it a little bit. Okay. We were I, so excited. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to compliment her and like 
give her an idea of how much she's influenced me in the past like couple of months that I've been listening to her. Like it was, it was a pleasure, honestly. And she great. played an amazing set. Yeah, opening her, for Julia. Jacqueline. Oh my god, her. Oh my god, so much energy. But the also being right up against the stage and the energy and everything about everyone on stage just being palpable and there right in front of you uh, was nuts. That was a different experience. It was incredible. And we are excited enough to say that Ian and I will find ourselves seeing her again, it looks like, on December 7th at the 930 Club in Washington, D.C. If all goes right, then yeah, we'll be there. We're going to be there. Yeah, for sure. Um, she's playing a tour um, starting on, it looks like, the 21st of October, starting in Portland, Oregon, working her way to Washington. Is she going back to Canada as well? Colorado, uh, Minnesota, Chicago, Tennessee, uh, Missouri. So on and so Kansas, forth. Kansas, kind of Colorado, Utah, Boise. Is she going to Canada? Yes, Toronto and Montreal. It's a world tour. Because <laughs> um, North America accounts for the entirety of the world. I mean, more than one country, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We are so... I'm so excited to talk just about her. I want to bring awareness to her. I yeah, want I people mean, so to listen to this, her. This new album is coming like a year after her last album. So, I mean, I wasn't expecting anything to be coming this early. Were you? I don't know. I wasn't expecting this early. Goodness, though, if we could get a new album at the same time every year, that'd be great. That would that would be a dream, and that's not that's not how the world works, and that's not how things work. Depends on what kind of genre you're in. But goodness, man, I could get used to that. I love her. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. I don't know. So, I mean, going into this, I was expecting pretty big things. I the what are the singles leading up to this? I think the first one was Half Colored Hair. There was Lost and Relax and Half Color Hair. Yeah, but Lost and Relax doesn't show. Lost and Relax does not show back up on the album. Yeah, it's which just good happy. on her for not reusing stuff like the last album we talked about, which is not related at all. But NF, who releases singles like Why a year ago, and then Hey album, boom, Why track number nineteen or something. It's yeah. like, all right, come on, bud. Yeah. So, or I mean, retreat, but that's good not. on her. And Lost and Relax is honestly a fantastic song. So, if you haven't heard that yet, go check it out. Because yeah, she released that. It's fantastic. My Heart Dreams at the Party. Did she release Run It To You as well? I don't remember. Okay. I, yeah, she released a couple of songs uh, leading up to this album. And it's nine tracks long, 35 minutes. Uh, so, it's, not, it's about the same as the last one, I believe. I think the last one was eight track so we're getting a little bit more content but um going into this i was expecting some pretty big shifts uh given the change in tonality which we will get go over in a second here i believe i mean are you ready to get in the next section i'm i'm just about ready unless you have anything else to add i think i got it yeah all right let's i think of it later i will what we liked oh uh okay get a get a congratulations to her from what I have seen, and I am homeschooled, homeschooled. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. But I, I believe that she will be marrying the, the drummer in her her band on the the live you know tour set at least. And congratulations, because that's pretty awesome. He seems like a very very wonderful guy. I am happy for you. Hmm. I think we all are. All right, we can all get right. into the next. Section. Yeah, let's do that.
Where did Black Belt Eagle Scout? Are you a Black Belt? Are you an Eagle Scout? Where does the name come from? I'm I'm neither. Okay, of those. even um, cooler. You're just <laughs> claiming it. <laughs> My friend Kyle came up with the name, and I adopted it because one day he was like, "Wouldn't it be cool if there was a Black Belt and an Eagle Scout?" Yeah. And then from that, like those are pretty much the highest you can be in either of those. Um, thing so I take that as strength you know like yeah. I'm trying to be my best self like as a black belt and an eagle scout as a musician as a person yeah it just sounds so powerful just when you say it you're like oh this woman has to be really cool <laughs> and you are really cool so that album mother of my children just came out last year it's your first solo album and you played all of the instruments on it by yourself yes yeah. what so what all did that include Oh, very exhausting <laughs> sessions of drumming, of guitar takes, of just arranging the songs, all, all of it. And you recorded it in a week? In a week, yeah. What? Eight yeah. songs, seven days. How do you do that? Um, there, there's, a, there's a way you do it. <laughs> a little structure. Drums first and then overdubs and all that stuff. And of course, you have a lot of experience to get to a point where you can record a whole album for yourself. Where did your music, where did you first get into it? Um, I started learning guitar and drums when I was a teenager. Um, oh. I'm from Washington, so I grew up in that grunge era and Riot Girl era. So I have a lot of um, great like mentors and um, inspirational people from that music genre. And clearly it is working. Just last month, you were named the number two best new band in the Willamette Weeks poll. Congratulations. Thank you. Have you been getting a lot more recognition since that came out? Um, a little bit. You all asked me to be on your show, yes. which is pretty great. Of course. Thank you for coming to be on the show. Thank you for having me. And how would you describe your sound before we let you take it away? Um, melodic, I Ooh. guess, and a little, little bit of grungy. Grungy, melodic grungy, music. Melodic. It I feels, think. from what I've heard so far, like get you excited for things, but also like calm. You're in a good mood, right? Yeah. What song are you going to play for us tonight? This song that I'm going to play is called Indians Never Die. It's a little oh. bit more, it's a softer song because I play, I play with a full band um, most of the time, but tonight I'm here solo. Excellent. Well, and you have a show coming up on Tuesday yes. at Mississippi Studios. What mm -hmm. time do people need to be there? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yep. Excellent. Catherine Ball, we will let you take it away with Indians Never Die. Thank you. All right, so looking at this track list, yeah, the last her last release uh, was just about the same runtime, but there is one extra song on here. Um, so I don't know, just a little tidbit, but um, I think Black Belt Eagle Scout, in terms of uh, style, is kind of sticking to her guns on the sort of more lo-fi mellow end of indie rock uh but she's a lot of times dropping the grunge influence it's more focused on the mood and more focused on just being as dreamy and as mellow and as calming as possible melodic a, a lot of times uh, i would say so just putting a, that out there, but where would you like to start, or is there anything that you would like to say to preface before we get into what we liked? Um, I mean, just as a whole, this is a this is a more chill, uh, a more chill album than the last one, which the is last, saying something because the last one was still chill, right? As, um, as hell, I I found the last one to be louder than this one is. Um, 
there, generally there were songs like yard which i love and that got loud um and, and then the intro to one of the songs was just just a distortion meltdown and, and that was well. that was the way that they started their set um that was insane which was i mean just blown away they are so talented i loved it um also preface this by saying she plays all of the instruments on the recorded album she did that last time she did that this time the oh, band the band that she plays uh is entirely live it, the band she plays with live is not how it is recorded it's not the same people it is her and she takes pride in that um that being said i also learned that um the reason she picked the name Black Belt Eagle Scout, which I think her friend had thrown out, but to be a Black Belt and to be an Eagle Scout is to be the highest and the most well-regarded person in both of those fields almost. And she thought that that is the pinnacle of what you can achieve. And she wanted to represent strength and you know honor and all of that. So yeah. that is why she chose the title. And she said, well, I'm not a Black Belt Eagle Scout, but... That's what I want to represent, and I am sitting across from a black belt Eagle Scout here. <laughs> Not even that. all jokes aside, Ian is both a black belt and an Eagle Scout. You're just giving my ego a big old stroke over there, aren't you? So, Catherine, if you're listening to this, my buddy here, hell yeah, he gives you the thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> I I appreciated the name for sure. Uh the thing is, though, I've been taking karate since I was, like, a little kid, so. And I'm still haven't technically had my Eagle Scout ceremony at the time of this recording. Doesn't matter, you still achieved it. Okay. You don't have to have a ceremony. Yeah, I know, uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Still, I need to set that up. But anyway, that's, that's a topic for another day. Um, do we want to start with the first song? We can start wherever you want. Yes. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, it's pretty general for me. What runs through what I liked about this album is just like the vibes that it gives off. Plus, I from the last time that I listened to her, the last album, I love her voice. I do. Too. I love how. I, do too. Uh, I think it's uh, very breathy and airy at times, but it's also she has a pretty good sense of melody a lot of the times. Um, which definitely enhances the song experience. Um, but I, her voice is unique in a way that's difficult to pin down as well. I mean, it's kind of pretty identifiable, I would say. I mean, am I, am I wrong in saying that? Are there other people that sound like her that I, there's nobody that, that really comes to. to mind for me. Maybe if you listen to more people in the indie field, I don't, but I, I'm pretty sure that nobody sings like, I, from what I've heard, it's more kind of generic, just outright singing and not as much playing with the breath and the, uh, way that she emotes through her lyrics and stuff it's i don't and know i would say this in not just her music but everything she does but it shows in her voice is that she just comes off as authentic yeah she's absolutely all bs aside coming as she is and that's what she puts on the table and i mean i i really enjoy that because this is this this music is just stripped back from all of all of the garbage 
that's out there and it's just it's real yeah and even if it's not your type of music you can appreciate uh, an artist of of this size just you know i just respect her i think she's a I respect pretty her impressive well. person yeah so and i mean at the party i pretty much generally liked it overall as well i think she has a pretty good sense of songwriting a lot of times like she writes some pretty good tunes uh as well as some i mean she doesn't emphasize hooky choruses as much but they a lot of times end up catchy anyway a lot of times you know what's coming yeah a lot of times you're like oh here it comes and then it starts and a lot of times i think she's really really good at riffs uh as tyler and i uh have like just went over five minutes ago uh listening back to a couple of the songs here she's very very good at coming up with a riff uh that is just so unbelievably it like it it seems crafted in a way and i i I love the feeling that a lot of the her guitar work gives um but i just like the generally mellow vibes that this album gives off and i mean the one the one track that really stands out to me is uh my heart no not my heart dreams even though I did like generally like at the party and my heart dreams, going to the beach with Haley was my favorite track. Do you have anything specific to say about the first two songs? Um, I I mean I can I can go for it. Um, so at 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 the party, putting aside what the the song is about, because unfortunately being in this cell dead area, I can't look up the lyrics. Oh, um, I can look up lyrics. I, I mean, if you'd like, but right I'm not going to, I'm just saying, I'm not going to talk about that. But, um, at the party immediately after listening to the first album extensively, I knew exactly what was coming. Excuse um, me. sorry, I was, I was so, so happy to hear that guitar start up and going into the riffs and the, you know, the drums and the other instrumentation. It was, it, it was a, at home feeling i was excited to be back um pinpointing what i enjoyed about the song is not what i'm gonna do because i would like to kind of talk about my experience listening to this as a completed whole do that then i kind of went over mine you're done i'm not completely done i mean i have some specific things that i want to talk about but do you want me to do that go for it i want to hear it Okay, we're used to Ian's long rants and not mine. I, oh, I, so we're I gonna want a change of pace. Change of pace. Yes, I'm just going right. to sit back and I'm going to let you talk. I'm not going to say one heckin' word. My Heart Dreams is a beautiful track. Um, My Heart <laughs> Dreams is a gorgeous song. Um, The melodies are gorgeous. Her vocals are gorgeous. I love the... I love the guitar and the the riffing. Um, I love the grungy feel of a lot of these songs, but especially on this one and the track, I said I wouldn't write this song. Um, these, th- these two are honestly the ones that stood out to me, and I think what I enjoyed most about the first album is what I hear in these songs. So I really enjoyed the I enjoyed the instrumentation of the guitars on the first one, especially the more grungier sounding um, soft stud 
and mm. um, Yard. I that I'm just a sucker for that. So listening to these songs, if you know, again, it's right at home. I was excited. Um, so those particularly stood out to me. The lyrics across all of these are what they uh, the same style. Um, she doesn't stray very much from. Yeah, it's mainly from like what she does. Love sick feeling. It's kind of trying to explore one's own emotions, but, but at, the same, at time, the same time, at the same time, being completely unsure and uh, having this uh, severe sense of even like hopelessness at sometimes, um, even just to the point where you feel like an outsider to your own emotions. That's kind of what I I pick up, but. I'm sorry. I, um, I, I f- compared to the last album, I think that this might have been um, from some of the lyrics that I can hear, and I don't know what they exactly are. Um, like off the top of my head, remembering the f- word for word what she said, but this is probably a bit edgier than her last album in terms of. Um, I mean, I said I wouldn't write the song directly. Is not a screw you but i mean i said i wouldn't write this song but here i'm going to i'm going to write it and perform it anyway um so that she says uh she says bullshit several times on this which there was none of on the first one so good on her for i mean at the very least giving a little more depth and something different to this album so i when i heard that i was like oh okay yeah this is this is a dreamy watching rain fall from outside your window type of song and after listening to this album which at times is very relaxed at times very um i mean it's not explosive in the way that the previous album was but there there are certainly some excited moments on it i honestly enjoyed going out in a soft mellow way and it feels appropriate it absolutely does and i you know i'm also laying back like in an armchair right now, kind of falling into the folds of my own skin. So maybe this is just the mood that I'm in, (laughs) but I truly, truly enjoyed the way that this album went out. So if that, if that song had been put somewhere else on the track listing, it would not have felt appropriate. I agree with that. it, It would, it would have maybe felt a little out of place and not making it a bad song, but just, when you look at track listing of albums and you're like, all right, well, why is this one here? You right. Know, and this I mean, doesn't follow this, but this is, this is where it should be when it should be. And I'm okay with it. So props to her for that because thematically I, it makes sense too. Correct. Like the, I mean, your me and I am you is a testament to her mother and, um, um, finding a way to be more in tune with her ancestry. And I mean, she is no stranger to discussing her heritage. She very, very proudly wears it on her sleeve, um, which good on you for that. I mean, I'm sure there were some people, there are some people that uh, have an opposite reaction when they're brought up in an Indian reserve and are looked upon as different by some parts of our society. And I mean, I good, just good on her for doing what she's doing, man. 
Can I throw in a tidbit? Yeah, no, go and throw I, as many I actually, I actually thought this was cool, but just after going to her show, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on another episode we did, but at the beginning of her shows, she starts off by saying um, whose land the show is taking place on. Meaning I remember the I remember land that. that the white people took from Indians. Correct. Native Americans. Um, so I was just... I. I thought that was cool because when we were on it, you know, it's not something that you would have been thinking about. And we were in Washington, D.C., and she said what tribes land it was before it was taken from them. And I I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool because it's just not something you would think about. I apologize if Indians is an offensive word. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) That was it. I'm just, okay. I'm just putting that out there. Um, um, Oh, Tidbit there were several filters on Christ several of the songs that I haven't heard before. So I was very excited when it came to... I believe it was... Hold on, let me look at the track listening. I believe it was on... I'm pretty sure it was actually on My Heart Dreams that there was one one filter that the guitar went through when I actually had to think, is this a guitar or is this a piano uh, keyboard with the filter? So... I was excited to hear new things, kind of like how on Soft Stud there was that uh, Japanese-sounding, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind of, the yeah. cadence or whatever. Right, so I was, I don't know, I'm just, I'm excited to hear new things, so that was exciting. Continue. Yeah. Your tidbit. Good, you're well and done now. Um, my, I, I have to say that My Hard Dreams has one of the best choruses on the album, where it's just instrumental. And her voice kind of takes it out. Plus, the chord progression is beautiful. Uh, just the way that that the the guitar melody and the lead takes over from her voice is quite a gorgeous change of pace. I think, um, as well as going to the beach with Haley, which is my the third track on the album here. I think this is probably the best crafted song on here, being that it coasts out in the same way that it coasts in. Uh, with these lo-fi drums, I believe, these lo-fi hits of some sort, as well as this being the biggest example of the grunge coming back uh, from from the previous album. Right. We get some, a, a, lot, a lot of the heavier guitars, but along with the most well-constructed tune on the album, as well as it probably, I, th- I believe that it has some pretty highly uh, personal lyrics, being that she is actually mentioning the name of a specific person. Um, if I can pull up the lyrics here, maybe I can give you. Yeah, and I mean, it's this is mainly meant to give an intimate feeling as well, and I I think that's what a lot of this album is going for, and I th- I think it succeeds. Uh, well accomplished. Yeah, I really I really do think it succeeds, but this was definitely my favorite song on the album. Um, um just talking as a whole, yeah. and I think the first time that it really popped out to me listening, um, the first song that is that popped out listening um the drum fills are great yeah as good as the first one which is to say that they are amazing yes i absolutely love the drum just the stylistic right the sound the timbre of the instruments as well as they're not like overly like it's not dave grohl drumming it's not going to be the right it is the most it is the most of, I don't even know. It's the most well she done. She finds very, very much beauty and simplicity, and she knows where to use things to make it come together and feel, make all the transitions feel like everything is kind of flowing together like a running river. Um, I don't. She she makes she she definitely makes it seem like the songs were meant to be there. 
There's nothing sticking out here. There's nothing blatantly saying, hey, I'm not meant to be where I am right now, where there are definitely instances of that on other albums. Um, and I think that that is maybe one of the biggest things about this album is that there's nothing that sticks out like a sore thumb. It is all very, very pleasant. And I think this is, it's yes. Now this is where the line between what is good about this album and what is bad about this album happens for me because I I mean, I'm going to use this as a transition point to transition into the next section. Is that okay? Do you have anything else to talk about? Okay. Cause I haven't talked about much specifically about these songs because they're all extremely pleasant. And I think if you're into lo-fi, uh, mellow indie rock, kind of just on the low jamming out kind of in your bedroom in some comfy knit wool sweater that your grandma made you when you were four, um, or made your mom when you were four. I don't know. Uh, and some sweatpants and some wool socks cuddled up on a cold winter day and you're kind of just jamming out some lo-fi this, this is your kind of music. This is this is it. This is going to be... This is, this is the pinnacle of what you will get. But at the same time, I think it's to this album's disinterest as much it is, it, it, as it is to its benefit at times. So I'm, I'm going to use that as a transition point and say, Tyler, are we ready to get into the next section? Let's do it. All right, let's move on. trying to directly transition from where we left off. Um, I think that while this album, yes, it flows very nicely. Yes, all of the tracks seem to have a place. And there isn't a song on here that I'd really call bad or bad, poorly written. I don't think that there's a song that holds anything back. I really don't think that there's a song that to me, draws the album back. 
from where like i don't think that the album would have been stronger or weaker had one of the songs not been there i think that there are flaws as as everything i've listened to there are flaws to every album but um continue i mean my two cents on that i got shit um just getting one thing out of the way, I think there are there were so many more times where I immediately thought of Nirvana or Soundgarden or even a band like Pearl Jam or uh, not so much like Alice in Chains or anything like that. Fish. But yeah, just going hearkening back to 1990s grunge, uh, and there weren't as much there wasn't as much of that on this album, which I was sad to see her drop a lot of that style. Um, I was happy to see it come up on going to the beach with Haley, but a lot of the guitar tones and everything are much cleaner on this album. They're much more pristine. She went more dreamy. Yeah, they, she would definitely want more mellow with this album. And the thing is, there's a lot of indie going in that direction right now. So while this album is extremely pleasant and extremely mellow, and it really it hits your ear in a very, very sweet way. Oh, God, I hate I hate. I hate to say this. Um, there's not much in the way of standout tracks. And I mean, that's a good thing in that there are nothing, there's nothing that stands out to me as horrible, but there's not much that stands out to me as, Hey, this is really, really good. It's all there. There there were moments on multiple tracks where I was like, Hey, this is really good. And then the last project. Yeah. Sam, a dream is just like seriously one of the most gorgeous things that i've heard and i remember it's listening the to the track, right? it's like a dream is what? that the closing track same dream the last album yeah yeah and i remember listening to that and it was like mind expanding the first time that i heard the the last 50 seconds of indians never die again mind expanding i remember when i showed you that and you were like this is like the pinnacle of music okay this well, is i don't it. know if you remember but I did say that. I don't know if you remember, but before we decided we were going to start a podcast, before I asked you if you would be interested in doing it. I remember you said it as a, half a joke, and then we were like, hell yeah, let's do it. What's, yeah. what's there holding us back? Right. It'd be fun. Yeah. Here we are a, a year later. Pretty here. much exactly. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Wait, is this the... what? We have to decide what is the anniversary of this podcast keep going before you lose your thought okay um so what what i what i was saying is that there were there were like what you were saying there were moments on the last project where i was expanded in what i thought music was and i genuinely mean that a i've listened to a lot more music since then so i have accumulated more knowledge and more understanding and more a little bit of everything, not a lot of anything, because I'm not very smart. But I've oh, accumulated up. a lot of music in my brain that I've heard. I've heard a lot of things before. When I hear albums now, I'm like, oh, well, this sounds like this. This sounds like this. The first time that I listened to that Black Belt Eagle Scout album and I heard the last 50 seconds of Indians Never Die, the entire track of Sam a Dream, um, the the intro to, to Soft Stud and Yard and all that, that was the first for me. Going into this album, that is not the case. Not that there aren't moments that are fantastic on this. There are, but there isn't 
there isn't much in the way of, you know, holy, holy shit. I haven't gotten this before. I've, right. I've done this before and that doesn't make it not good. But like you said, it does, there isn't anything that's insane. Yeah. And there's not, I remember the, the synths, um, I believe it is the synths on the song keyboard. Mm hmm. That was just, that was a, I touched something by accident. There, there was sound on that project. So I, I, I miss that particularly. The thing that I miss most and the thing that looking back sets her most apart from the rest of the indie scene right now was her hearkening back to grunge. And I, I was so glad that I got that. And not that there aren't moments of legitimately good songwriting, but a lot of times, a lot of the chord structures and everything that she presents aren't as fluid as they were on the last album. They, some of the, some of the tunes could have been a little bit better thought out. Um, like the beginning verses of my heart dreams, just the chords feel a little bit off kilter, um, in the way that they bleed together. I don't know. Um, there were also a few songs after going back to this, where I thought that I had started the album over, like the first 20 seconds or so. It all very much sounds alike, and I mean, there's nothing particularly wrong with that, but you have a lot of it. You have a lot of the same. And I mean, there are moments of legitimately good, like the the chorus to, to your, My Heart Dreams could get stuck in my head for hours. I, I can see it getting stuck in my head for hours. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. Um, and while there's nothing... Uh, that stuck out to me particularly as really bad on this album. Um, although the one line on, was it Run It To Ya? About her wanting milk and her saying back that she has cows. I felt like that was Must weird. Must have missed that one. That was weird. Uh, um, it was definitely on Run It To Ya. Um... And I said I wouldn't write this song as much as I do like a lot of the tune and a lot of the uh, the chorus and everything. It's repetitive. It's really repetitive. Um, and Half Colored Hair sort of gave me uh, a preview of what I'd be getting on this album because it's that is a lot of the same as well with some very. And That's I mean, true. It's which is funny because the first single "Loss and Relax" is what I wanted more of. So that yeah. is. And as much as I do appreciate the sentiment of you're me and I'm you, I just feel like a lot of the songs really, really drag their feet. Um, and I feel like that this album would be enhanced by maybe some more upbeat songwriting and maybe some more ambitious strong song structures, as well as she really, really likes um, uh, starting out her songs uh, a lot of the same ways on a lot of the same chords, um, which makes it bleed together a little bit more. That's not so much the problem that I have with this album. My problem with it overall the most would be her sort of cleaning up her sound and making it more accessible. While that's not particularly a bad thing, I think that in the indie scene right now, there are so many people doing that. There is a lot of the same, and it's really unfortunate because the indie scene used to be something... Uh, where a lot of experimental shit happened, right? There were a lot of people fusing indie with everything. There was everything. a lot of that on the previous yeah. project. With everything from metal. And the thing is, I hadn't heard a, 
um, something as reminiscent of grunge as that album that melded it so seamlessly and made it feel like it was meant to be there. And that's really what, that's really what set it apart for me as well as bands. There are bands fusing indie with metal. There were bands fusing indie with emo and math rock, AKA American football. Um, and there were bands fusing indie with a bunch of other weird genres like screamo and stuff like that. And they were off creating their own genres and things of that nature. And there's a lot of people attempting to sound like everybody else. And it's, it's weird how in, in this time where everything is so accessible at your fingertips, there are, there's a lot of that in indie, in hip hop in pop hip hop, especially there are people trying to sound as much like another artist as they possibly can to create the trendiest sound. And the unfortunate things is sometimes the unfortunate thing is that sometimes it works and they gain traction because of it. Do you know what next year is going to be full of what people giving their stab at an old town road? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this year's wearing out. So Lil Nas is, I don't know if he's going to put anything else out, but he's dominated this year in terms of, hey, yeah, what yes. was 2013? What does the Fox say? What was 2012? It was Gangnam Style. What was 2019? It was Old, Old Town, Town Road. Road. So who's going to be replicating that next year? Is he going to keep going with that? Or is he going to, I don't know, I want to say more legit, but is he going to grow in his music or is he going to stay where it is? Because right. and clearly th- he's making money, but how many people are going to try and replicate that? Yeah. And we see that in, like you said, rap and hip hop. We see that a lot. We see it in alternative now. Alternative. Al- yeah. Alternative. There's so is a many mess. genres that are just so saturated. It's whereas such a if, mess. I feel like in genres like country, you have divides where you got stadium country and then you have people, people like in Willie Nelson. Country do it. So, so even much. there, even there, there's a divide, right? Yeah. Between two different things you can expect. Whereas if, if you go into alternative, it's so broad in so many things sounding like so many things everything is in its own way connected and influenced by each other and it's a little frustrating in rap it's not much different except people blatantly copy each other like this worked for this guy i'm gonna do that put my lyrics on it pretty much yeah if you go into i mean we can go on and on if you go into other genres but indie is kind of interesting because indie almost as a whole it shifts together it's not like okay so i don't know it's not the divides it's not where everything sounds like everything in a way it is but everything gradually everything gradually slides towards heading in a direction and this project oh my god fuck off dog this project is heading in the direction that indie is right now yeah, I mean, getting back to what Catherine Paul is doing, and I don't want to crap on her too much because we're not I, even doing that. These I know, are but she doesn't. Can be she doesn't deserve it. Um, maybe it's just me meeting her. I really do not feel the need to do it, but I really, really hope that she decides to go back in the direction that she was going in with her first album, more 
bringing more of the grunge back just because it set her apart so much more than a lot of the sounds on this album does. A lot of what this album brings forth melds her more into the rest of the scene, um, which is, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, I don't know, music as an art form, I feel like, is meant to progress in some way with every step, minute little step that every artist takes. Because, I mean, not very many artists are able to make leaps and bounds like the great, the greats of genres do. But, I mean, little little steps a lot of times is what uh, genres take. And the thing is, the more albums that come out that try to sound like each other, the more the genre will stagnate. And that's how genres die. Um, and sometimes quicker than others. Like, I mean, you look at something like Crunk, uh, which was a style of hip hop that died because it had nowhere to go at, at some point. It just didn't have anything else to offer because it was a branch of hip hop that didn't have the pliability. The parameters didn't have the pliability uh, to keep it going. Uh, and I, I imagine that even maybe trap is going to hit that dead end at some point where everything just starts. And I mean, there are people that are making waves and trap, uh, and people that are pushing boundaries and stuff, but at some point, somebody's going to hit a rock wall and say, where can we go from here? And I seriously think that trap rap is going to be one of those things that dies with a decade. It's very, very likely. Um, or at the beginning of the next one. The, and the thing is, I don't want that happening to something like as broad as indie. Like, imagine the indie scene just withering away. I don't foresee it happening, but I can imagine the demand for it should people keep releasing the same things. I can see the demand for indie dwindle. I can foresee that happening because everyone just starts sounding the same. And I really, really hope that's not the case because albums like Mother of My, Mother children. my children, why the why the hell? Um, albums like Mother of My Ch Children definitely pushed the envelope in ways that it hadn't really been pushed before, which was nice. And I want to see more of that moving forward with Catherine Paul. Um, I think we got a glimpse of that with Lost and Relax. Yeah, I and think we had a glimpse of that with other tracks on here as well. And yeah. I just, I just, I hope she goes against the grain and finds her own sound. I think she's still finding her footing. She's a very, very new artist. Uh, and she still has a lot of room to grow. And I hope she chooses to be as creative and as influenced um, by grunge and maybe even some other things that we haven't even heard her explore before. That would be amazing to see her more explore synthy eras like she did on keyboard those glimpses that we got you know um and give us more of her heritage uh from indian music you maybe even letting more of that influence that pour in and going incredible. into yeah that would i would love i would this i mean saying that this album was very clean it was i would enjoy more distortion i would more dirt like we heard on the last one right i you know her solos that she performed live 
we're nuts. Oh my god. There there isn't a reason that that can't be captured in a studio. I know it yeah. can. It's going to be one of those things you do a thousand takes of and you finally find the one that's the one. Yeah. But that's not undoable. And that I think one of our complaints on the last album was that when we when we listened to things like Soft Stud, there was a lot of one note multiple uh, several notes that would be repeated right and that was the solo and there's nothing wrong with that but it droned on a little bit when we saw her live that was not the case she explored right. so much ground on the guitar in several minutes it was awesome she took yeah she sometimes she took two to two and a half minutes but to i do feel solo. and it was incredible but it i feel insane. like there even on this album on the songs that we've mentioned it could have used a solo it could have it could have had that. When she plays live, I guarantee that there will be more stripped back, chill songs um, that are slow down. I know when she played um, Half Colored Hair on the tour, we saw her. It slow, everything slowed down. It wasn't crazy. It was a good change of pace and then back up to where it was. But I know that she's going to do it. So why not in the studio? Right. It could have. It could have been. It's one of those things. It's like, well... What would have it sounded like this? And I could be completely wrong, but like something that I look for in the next album, that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd, I'd be so, so okay with that. Yeah. This has just become like a critique that we hope sh- that she hears. <laughs> like, <laughs> this has I'm been a direct even, I'm critique. not even critiquing, honestly. Uh, it's, it's kind of a critique. It's I, less I of. I know it is, but at the same time. I like how we're I, actually critiquing this. this album and I'm not shitting on it for once. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm I'm improving, guys. It's happening. You're witnessing it here. Ian's actually giving a uh, nice, uh, laid-back, rolling my rolling my whiskey in my chair, giving it a good sniff. Because I don't think there was anything, honestly, to give the bird to on this album, so to speak. But there are definitely things that can be improved. Anyway, that that's our <laughs> that's our thirty-minute <laughs> rant. <laughs> I think this is the longest what we didn't like, even though like we went off on so many different tangents. It's okay. Maybe they enjoy it. Let us know if you enjoy it down in the comments below on YouTube. Anyway, are we ready to give our, give our overall, would you say? Yeah. By the way, uh, quick, 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 quickie, quick thing here. Um, we, when we saw Judah and the Lion live, uh, what was their, it was the, what was their, what was their opener's name? The, the Colonies. Yeah, Colonies. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and they were, they're a small local band, I think. And they were actually pretty good. So I would recommend just a quick shout out to them. Uh, go and check out their music. Those of you who are listening here today, I would recommend that you go out and check them out on, I think they're on iTunes and Spotify. I don't know. Just go, go, just go give them, go give them, go give them a listen for me. Uh, because 
and I mean, they were really good. They had some great energy, and the singer had some great energy. Um, Starting out, yeah, start somewhere. Yeah, I know. And we I, did meet the bassist briefly in as you walked past lot. our car, which was and my oh dad my God, was the like, "Hey, great was job!" So bad. My dad was like, "Hey, great job tonight," and he was like, "Thanks, man." And that was just it. just from that. He's going places. No, absolutely. <laughs> but for real, I mean, we we want to shout out as many people on here as we can. Um, so if you have music that you would like us to promote, give us music that you want us to promote. DM us. Go ahead and give us your suggestions. Go go check out the comedies. Go check out their music. It's sweet indie rock. Got some jangle rock in there. Got some some pop rock in there as well. I I heard a, I kept saying to Tyler that I hear a lot of REM. Right. Um, a raspy voice or two. Yeah. Some some Weezer every once in a while. I I'd pick up on. Um. So yeah, I I'd, I'd say I'd say go check them out. Even if I haven't really listened to them. Uh, and I again, they have work to do, um, and I had, haven't listened to any of their pre-recorded stuff, so I don't know if the recording of it is good. But live, they were actually pretty good, especially as an opener, getting the crowd hyped. I'd say they did a very, very good job. So go check them out. Go give them some love because they're a very small band, and everybody has to start somewhere. Humble beginnings. <sighs> Let's help them get a, a few hundred more listeners, shall we? Just trying to be on the lookout for those smaller people trying to make it, you know. I mean, when we, the first time we did Black Belt Eagle Scout, she had like 1,500 followers on Instagram. And she's up to, I think, almost 10,000 now. That was all us. <laughs> <laughs> all 300,000 of our <laughs> loyal listeners went and listened, uh, went and started following her. That's all 15 how the story was. Yeah. All 15. Thank you. And the rest <laughs> is history. Anyway, what did you think overall about this album? I, I I did enjoy this album. I did enjoy this album. Um, it's it's certainly different than the last project, and the last project was, to me, a possible magnum opus for her. I hope. I really, really hope it wasn't her magnum opus. I don't, I really, I don't think so. But it's so good. It it's is so really good. good. I hope she tops it. I think she can. I, oh, I know I she has potential too. Yeah, um, but it depends on what direction we, you know, she takes here. Yeah, because um, there's a f- there's definitely a fork in the road here. I mean, there may have been a fork in the road in the past, but there's a fork in the road here where she she, she could go, and I hope she takes the more experimental side of things and brings back some throwback crap like she did last time because it was. I love and that. And honestly, crap. she can include more of her heritage in her music. I think that would add an element that other artists are not doing. Honestly, they, honestly, directly taking from like Indian group vocals or like chanting or uh, anything ceremonial that they do, skin drums. God, do I have a thing for like really nice skin drums in the in the back? Like really good toms, tribal drumming. Oh my god. Oh my God! If you if you if you did that, I would love you forever. There, uh, even though I love you forever already, Catherine Paul. I don't want to bring anything down because overall, I'm a thumbs up. I would say go check out this album. Right. Um, I, I'd say go not, check I'm out any of the albums putting, that we've I'm thinking I'm putting that vibe out, and it's just right. not. I don't think it's what I mean because yeah. we just talked for 
20 minutes on what can be improved. But yeah. We also talked for 20 minutes on what, what we liked. What we liked. So I'm not trying to like balance out here and be like, oh, this is in the middle for me because it's not. It's on the higher side than the lower side. Yeah. Um, and of course, I, I, I like to think of grades on a letter scale. Ian likes to do it on a one to 10, 10 being magnum opus created by jesus christ five being right. middle and zero being the album wasn't created so <laughs> i you know <laughs> what i'm going to put this on i'm not that's, sure that's pretty funny <laughs> the album just didn't exist right that's, that's a zero that's a zero so <laughs> logic confession is of a dangerous mind better if it didn't exist anyway yeah, but it still was a grade because it was there yeah um and at least there was like a few seconds on that album that were solid um <laughs> but we're talking the majority about of the Black seconds Eagle were, here. we're not talking about yeah. bobby hall so um i'm sorry i've been talking for like nah give us a little five minutes and 60 seconds what are you talking about i i just i hope she from here again moves moves toward the experimental side of things i just hope that the fork in the road presented to her. She follows her own heart and intuition here and picks the, picks the best side for herself. I think, cause I mean, I think this is meant, this album was definitely meant to appeal to more people. Um, especially the traction, some of the traction that she's, she's been gaining off of the PR that pitchfork and NPR, um, has been giving her. And I, th I think it's, drawing her more attention i just hope that going forward she presents us with more music that really engages your thoughts and you really have to think about what's being put down here because there were times on the last album that i really had to think about what was being put down and kind of tried to understand what was happening and honestly on this album i didn't have much of that I, I want that I want that feeling back. I, I want that to be moving forward. That's what I would say to work on. Be more engaging for the listener. For me, it's nearly there. Yeah, it's right. It's teetering on the edge because there were there were very long glimpses of that on multiple tracks. Yeah. Um, is it okay if I go ahead and give my give grade? it a give a grade? Okay. Uh, so going on my scale, to me, this would be a this this would be a B. Going to like your B, scale. B minus, would you say? Somewhere between B minus and B, but like on, on yours, I'm going to say it's almost an eight for me. Okay. It's almost an eight out of 10. It's just barely, barely, barely not there. This and may that be doesn't, one of the... That doesn't make this bad because right. to me, this is a good album and I enjoyed it. And I'm going to be honest, I'm probably going to be owning this on vinyl because I want everything she puts out. Right. I just do. Yeah. I think that I'll be going back to a few tracks here, um, but this this might be the biggest that we've differed, and I hate giving out the score, but I don't want to sugarcoat my answer either. I want to be the critic, like do what I, you I, have I don't to do. I don't want to be. I'm not going to mince my words here. I'm giving it a strong five, and that's where I'm. That's where I'm leaving it. I think there's definitely a lot of room to improve. And I really hope that moving forward, because honestly, if somebody, if she had released this layer in her, her career, um, and she had been this trailblazer of indie music, 
like her she had had a successful career and then she released this album i'd be giving it a much lower score um just based upon the fact that we've had so much material here that's been game changing and like in the context of all her other albums like it's it would be just in the context of the other album and the indie music at large is this album is the entirety of this album really needed i don't think it's really needed for the progression of the indie genre while i do love moments on it um it's just and i honestly just think that if you're into indie music at all if you're into chill laid back mellow lovely 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 indie music go listen to this album because there is not a moment on this album where something disgusts me it's all very pleasant it's all very nice but again i think that is to this album's downfall as much as it is to uh to all the to to the positives of this album it plays as much to the downfalls as it does to the strengths so that's um, just where i stand on it i just want to say that in my opinion there are bands that over time there might be a record that falls short there just is listening to 21 pilots listening to coldplay um and coldplay coldplay is a rare example because coldplay has just taken their music and what they wanted to do when okay i don't know how to say this there are bands that go poppy because poppy's popular and then there's a band like coldplay that goes into a more poppy sound and to them they are the happiest they've ever been with how they sound this is how they've been trying to sound for the longest time but when you go back and you listen to the albums, an album that falls short doesn't matter because of the path that they that they blazed and what they've accomplished along the way and the incredible music they put out. So going to what, what, what I'm trying to get to here is that if we're eight albums down the road in 20 years and she's put out all of this, this is going to be nothing on, on, on the Richter scale of... Shit hitting, shit hitting the fan. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, this yeah. is not going to be a drawback. In my opinion, this isn't going to be like a standout. Wow, this was a freaking mistake. I think that this is it. It's, it can go up so much from here, and I'm just excited. This doesn't. This doesn't hold me back at all. It doesn't change any opinion I had. It doesn't. It doesn't make me feel better or worse about her. I love her i'm so 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 excited for what comes i'm excited to see her on tour yeah i, I am a fanboy i'm excited i i'm i'm excited to see moving forward what she does next it's gonna be interesting what she does next and i'm hopeful because she has shown a lot of promise a lot of it a lot of it so anyway that's where we stand. So you've heard it here, folks. This album is between a five and an eight. No more, no less. You're welcome. Catherine, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> we Thank you love for you. listening. Thank you very much for listening. You have um, been sound, sound audited. audited. <laughs> that is our new outro. That's so that's so it, man. That's so whether you guys like it or not, it's catchy as fuck. I love it. 
That's what we're going with. And we will never not laugh when we say it. <laughs> it's not like our intro. It's like, oh, okay, this is like, yep, all right. <laughs> yep. Sound audited. You're welcome. Is audited even a word? Yeah. Now it is. Um, thank you for listening. Go check us out on... No, before you go check us out, go check out Catherine Paul, Black Belt Eagle Scout, and her band. Go buy some tour tickets because you will not be disappointed. Go buy her albums. Go listen. Go stream her music. Go follow her on Instagram at Black Belt Eagle Scout. Get her to 10,000 followers on Instagram. But we have a Twitter page now, and you said we would be using it more. Yeah, we do have a Twitter. Okay, so don't fuck Twitter. I love Twitter. What are we you talking about? We all both love Twitter. Wait a minute. <laughs> Twitter's awesome. Um, never Seriously, before you go check us out, Go check out Catherine and Paul. Okay? Go do that. Done. Good. Now you can go follow us on Instagram at Sound Audits Podcast, as well as Twitter, whatever our handle is on at that. Sound Audits. At Sound Audited. At Sound Audits on Twitter. Um, we post regularly, pretty regularly on our stories now because we enjoy doing that. Correct. Um, and we just have stuff to. As well to say. as our last Instagram post, uh, the NF got more attention than we've ever gotten, which warmed my little cold Ian heart. It was nice to be back. Yeah, it was nice to be and back. And I guess there were a few people who were... Glad like, to see us. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah. Hopefully also, they were bots. being that this is for fun, and, like, this is fun, it's kind of cool that other people might be having fun with it, too. That's a... That's I'm a, okay with it. That's a... Listen, tell tell us the level of enjoyment on a scale of one to ten. Tell us mm. how. T- okay, we rate it's the albums. You rate our podcast. I think you it's a rate B+. you rate our podcast episodes on a scale of one to ten. Give us our your critique. New challenge. Well, that's last week. Class. I asked you. <laughs> I'm gonna give us like a six because Ian touches too many things and yeah. I have to edit everything. Because as soon as he touches, <laughs> there are plenty of like, things that I touch. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like when you like touch the microphone it's like don't <laughs> swear Tyler hates me um, but go check out our previous uh, episodes as well if you're new here because I think they're pretty entertaining uh, listen to an artist you're interested in yeah for sure if you like if you like logic, if, don't listen to the ones we've done about logic. If you no, like, if you like logic, you need to hear it. You will be sorely disappointed. Anyway, you don't want um, the truth. <laughs> we will be back same time next week, nine a.m. Eastern Standard. Friday. Friday. Did I say Friday? Nope. You said nine a.m. Eastern Standard. My bad. On um, Friday. On Friday. 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 Um, and. Uh, we love you all uh, we hope to see you back and we hope that you tell everyone you know about us uh, go tell go go tell your three year old brother go tell your grandma go tell your dog get your dog a pair of headphones pop them in just have them listen to our podcast your dog will get us AdSense <laughs> hell yeah that's actually just all of our listeners is Dogs. the various animals around this <laughs> property listening to our podcast. Yeah. I mean, with Carroll County, it could be, I mean, maybe it's just all the cows out in my pasture listening. Headphones on. I just imagine all of them with headphones on. Ian all of just them walking with... around pressing play on everything. <laughs> them mooing in discontent or content, whichever. Hopefully more in content than discontent. Definitely more in discontent. Yeah, definitely. But, um... 
We've drugged this out for too long. Yeah, don't anyway. you love when a podcast just won't end? <laughs> That's us every episode. Every like, single episode. Okay, we, we, we get it. We, we get it. Okay. You gonna talk? You good? We Thank love you. you for listening. Thank you. Uh, good night, because it's now 11 o'clock at night, and I still have Tyler trapped in my dungeon, so I'm gonna go give him uh, uh, a roll of bread before da- before bedtime. And then I will tuck him into his cold, damp, uh, concrete floor that he lays upon every single night to fall asleep. So, yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, it's Tyler's bedtime. Uh, we will see you next week. We love you. And, uh, bye. My car got towed. (laughs) Good night. Good night.